This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Go to https colon forward slash forward slash profitability dash movement dot mn dot co to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. There is so much misinformation about COVID. Whether you have to pay your employees if they contract COVID and are out for two weeks, the rules about requiring vaccination, wearing masks, and so much more. I went to the expert about all things HR and all things payroll, Susie Lemon, founder of Dynamic Corporate Solutions. I've known Susie for a really long time, probably too long. She has helped many of my clients with HR issues and has a phenomenal HR toolkit for small business owners who can't afford a full-time HR person. Susie, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thank you. I'm happy to be here to talk about COVID, which <laughs> we thought we would be done with by now, but it it's just keeps on going like the Energizer Bunny. What can I say? It's this insidious little virus or whatever it is. It's um it and and it's you know it's interesting because I know there's a lot of fatigue with it, but as business owners, we have to stay vigilant and um, we can't get complacent about it at all. Yeah, and I think a lot of homeowners and a lot of businesses are getting complacent about it too. Um, so as the contractors go into their homes and offices, a lot of them don't care whether you've got masks anymore. Yeah, and that that's of concern to me because, um, you know, as business owners, we do have liabilities. And, you know, if a contractor's employee goes into a house and then that person gets sick and it's perceived or it's even true that the person, the contractor's employee gave that COVID to them, there could be a significant liability. Um, so it's, uh, we've got to do everything we can at right now to protect our business, really. And, you know, there's lots of different opinions and politics on all this. Okay, I don't care about any of that. What I care about is protecting your assets, what you've built, what you've worked so hard as a as a contractor, for instance, to build up, you don't want to lose that. Um, whether you'll win or not in court, it'll cost you a lot of money, and that and that's all money out of your pocket. So we got to do, we got to be smart about this stuff. Got to have good policies and procedures, and and be smart. I I was in your neck of the woods a couple of weeks ago. I was in the Atlanta airport, and I was in the layover, you know, and I was wanted to get a drink so I walked over to uh you know one of those little stands and and the guy had his mask down over his nose which of course you're not supposed to do and then I was in line and then I watched him take his hand and reach up and and touch his nose and I was like mm, nope and I went down to a different place and got a drink somewhere else where they weren't doing that where they had the masks over their nose so you know, this is kind of simple, but I started thinking about that, you know, in terms of business in general, perception, you know, perception is important. 
And so if you're a contractor and you're coming to fix my dishwasher, air conditioning, electrical, plumbing, whatever, it doesn't matter what you're a contractor of. Um, and you, when you call and you, you tell me that we have COVID protocols and our people follow those protocols. And we just want to ask you before we come, has anybody been exposed to COVID before we come out and we'll wear masks and that would make me feel good as a consumer. And it's helping protect you as the contractor. And it's, it's simple. Just make a quick phone call to confirm the appointment. We're going to be there at 830. We have COVID protocols. It makes the person on the other end feel better. I would think so. Yeah, even though some people don't care, most people still do care about what's going on. Yeah, and, and what, you know, we're seeing so much stuff coming out about that but also about vaccinations. You know, is there a rule yet that has been passed down or whatever you want to call it about requiring vaccinations or is that still in conversation? I think um, we're seeing a movement. Uh, we originally uh, said strongly encourage. That was our consulting advice. Now we're seeing a big push in businesses quite frankly, because they can't afford to have people out sick. And, um, <laughs> and there's so, you know, because of our talent crisis that we're having in the country where we don't have enough people um, to fill the jobs, you know, employers are like, I can't afford to have anybody out. We're seeing that in the hospitals. Of course, they, they're starting to really require, we're seeing other businesses requiring. Um, can you require? Yes. Um, should you? I don't know. I mean, you have to weigh that against, are people going to quit? Are you going to be able to replace those people? What is the impact on your business if people do get sick, if they're not vaccinated and they're in the hospital? I'm hearing tons of stories of that. Very young people in the hospitals. Um, so, you know, it, it's a lot. Has it been tested in the court? Um, there was one court case that said because it wasn't fed FDA approved, um, approved. It was a conditional approval. That one got thrown out. So there, you know, no, it hasn't been tested. But um, history precedent has been that you, there's been businesses that required flu shots, and that was upheld by the court system. So um, you could, you know, but there's, there's always more than just legal to look at morale, um, the response. I mean, uh, I had that conversation with a, with a business owner in Missouri who had a business and wanted to require his people to wear masks. This is before even masks were even being required. And I said, well, what you've got to think about is, are you okay with people quitting because they don't want to follow that business rule? And um, the guy did require it. And I found out later that two people quit and he was okay with that. So those are all things that as business owners, we have to weigh. Um, we really need to try to take all your personal beliefs about masks or vaccines or the politics, take that completely out of it and look at you're protecting your asset, which I know um, uh, Ruth will really like, you know, it's, <laughs> let's just make it all about money, right? <laughs> money right <laughs> do you want to throw away all your all your money um in lawsuits and things like that and most of us as business owners don't having said that we do have that duty of care and and that's an ethical thing too right yeah. um osha 
has this duty of care where we have the duty to make sure our people are safe. And that includes diseases. And, you know, we don't want our employees to get sick and, and die. So <laughs> um, we have the OSHA requirement of duty of care, but we also have kind of the ethical uh, take care of our people um, piece of that. And, um, and so we need to be doing things, even if they're maybe con you consider them overkill. Yeah. Um, so those are, those are some of my um, things that I've been thinking about lately as it comes to, to this COVID latest third wave or second wave, depending on how you count it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So when we get back from break, we're going to continue this conversation. Before we go to break, Susie, if somebody is interested in talking to you or interested in the toolkit, where do they go? They can go to our website, which is dynamiccorp.com. Um, there's also, uh, they can call us at 904 278 five three eight three um and we're happy to help them you can actually buy the toolkit on the website um or you can call us and we can um do the paperwork so uh we make it try to make it easy to sign up and and get you help immediately which includes an unlimited calling helpline um so you can call and ask those um pesky covid questions, COVID questions. <laughs> So, okay, we will be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. You can't. That's what my daughter Kate told me when I said I wanted to make financials fun. The gauntlet was laid down. The red blanket was waved in front of the bowl. Ronin the Rubber Duck was born. This ebook is a whimsical look at financials from a duck's perspective. To get this fun, easy to read Kindle book, go to Amazon and search for Ronin the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. That's R-O-N-A-N, the rubber duck dives into financials. Let me know if I made financials fun for you. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm talking with Susie Lemon of Dynamic Corporate Solutions. Uh, website is dynamiccorp.com. And we're talking about the wonderful topic of COVID, the, the thing that's on most of our minds right now. Um, do you have any precedent or do you know of any precedent? Let's assume that, you know, the um, FDA says, OK, this is not conditionally approved for emergency use, but it's approved for you know normal use and everything else like that. Do the rules change at that point? Well, I think that, you know, uh, and, 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 you know, legal people listening to this, it, it's still going to get tested in court. You know, somebody quits or gets fired because you require that they have a vaccination, it'll still get tested out in court. Um, they just won't be able to use the that excuse that it was just, it wasn't, it only had the conditional approval. I, I really don't think as a business owner, we should even bother to even spend any time thinking into thinking about that or looking into it. I think we've got to, to focus on how can we keep, number one, our staff healthy, <laughs> because it and then and stay fully staffed during this time because we don't you know there aren't a lot of people looking for jobs especially in the kind of jobs that contractors have that are typically have some skill sets with them it's very hard to find people right now uh people that are working are very busy and um they're they're not looking for a job people that aren't working um <laughs> 
may not have the skill set that you need or they're getting 10 job offers. So if we think of it from that kind of economic perspective, we've got to make sure that we keep our people healthy and and safe. And we do have a duty. So you have the legal piece of that. But the practical mechanical piece of this is just as important. And I was thinking about this the other day in my consulting company, you know, if we had a couple people get sick, what would we do? Because there aren't a lot of consultants just not working right now. Um, Well, I mean, I'd be working, you know, 18 hour days to do get the work done. So uh, and some of you that are listening to this podcast may already be doing that because you can't find a skilled contract person that to to go do and work come work for you. So there's a lot of those things that are happening all at once. It's it's not just COVID. It's it's making sure that you are fully staffed. Yeah. It's, you know, I liken this a lot to the days when drug testing was not prevalent. And when contractors started enforcing drug testing, uh, a lot of people left. All the druggies left and went to the companies who didn't enforce drug testing. And then what happened to them? Their workers' comp rates went up and everything else like that. And the lawsuits for them because these people were, you know, high on the job or whatever else it is. So in a lot of respects, this can be similar to that with requiring a vaccination too. I don't know. It's it's a little bit different, but it's, you know, it's similar. Well, in, to, a, in a side, yeah. if you don't want to require the vaccinations, and there's pros and cons certainly for that, I mean, requiring masks anytime anybody is with another person, like riding in a truck, mm-hmm. um, certainly have them wear masks when they're in somebody's house. It's just, you know... I guess for me, I, our church stopped wearing masks for a period of time. We're back to wearing masks, but I kept wearing my mask (laughs) and people would come up to me and ask, why are you wearing your mask? I'm like, you know, I, I don't know who's vaccinated, who isn't. I don't want to make anybody sick. I could have the asymptomatic infection and it's not that big a deal for me to wear the mask. And so those are things that we have to think about. Um, is that, you know, even aside from, aside from the legalities of all this, is that, you know, you don't want your people to get sick or make anybody else sick. It'd it'd be horrible PR. It could be a lawsuit. Um, But to me, I would feel guilty and then I would never forgive myself for, (laughs) I'm on a guilt trip, I guess. Um, I never forgive myself for potentially killing somebody. And I don't know, I'm paranoid about that. But, you know, it's these are all things that go through your mind when you're thinking about the issues of all this. And, um, you know, I've had people come into my house to fix things and some wore masks and others didn't. I actually thought the ones that did wear masks were from better run businesses. So, you know, it's like, wear the mask. Come on, let's be real here. From whether it's you know forced legally or not, it's just you know safety and everything from that perspective as well. The other piece of it, and something that contractors really need to think about, because a lot of them don't do not have an HR person on on their team, is what happens if somebody does get sick. So they call in sick. You know, you need to make sure that you have a procedure in mind on how you're going to handle notifying people that person's been with. 
um, you know, making sure that they stay home for that they get tested, that you have a policy about that too, that if they're calling in sick and they've got, you know, any kind of symptoms that you want to get a test and that before they come back, they get another test. All those things are really important that you have a, a very clear COVID policy and you're consistent with it. Consistency is critical yeah. and making sure that, you know, that of course goes also into notification, but that's, um, it, Ruth, in your intro, you brought up the paying of those people or not. That all is part of your policy. Are you going to pay people? What's your PTO? How does the PTO work? Are you in a state? Um, or a county or a municipality where it's required that you pay people um, because, you know, there's the federal laws, but you also have state and local laws. So all those things play in and you need to make sure that you're in compliance with those and also with your own internal policy, which might be your PTO or sick or vacation, depending on what you have and how that works with COVID. Yeah. It's interesting during uh, when we had that paid COVID leave in 2020, um, there we were getting tons of questions about, well, how does that work with my PTO? If I'm getting paid by the government for those couple of weeks that people are out with COVID, then do they have to use their PTO or not? Well, what does your policy say? How does the policy work? All those things have to work and be in compliance. And as HR uh, consultants, we help you with all that, obviously, but it's, you've got to think it through, you know, um, what are you going to do? And most of you probably have already had this situation and maybe handled it right. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. But, you know, how does that work with your existing policies and making sure that things are in sync? Absolutely. All right. That leads me into the HR toolkit. Let's talk a little bit about that because I know that toolkit has really helped a lot of my clients because it's all the policies and procedures and HR and questions that can be sent into the hotline um, as part of it. So give us the elevator pitch for the toolkit. So the toolkit is by size and by state. So what that means is you might be able to Google online and you would get, you can get a bunch of generic stuff, but it's not specific to what I just mentioned, state law, local law, those kinds of things. The toolkit is customized to that. So depending on what state you're in, if you're in Georgia, it, we have a Georgia toolkit and based on the size, because different laws, you do not want to put in your handbook or your policies, things that you do not have to comply with. So it's already the toolkit itself is Word documents that you can customize. So there's four components of the toolkit product. Um, the toolkit itself, which is Word documents that you can customize for your business, put your logo on, et cetera, and they're ready to go. Um, an unlimited calling helpline that includes HR professionals. We also have a labor law attorney and you can call and ask questions uh, we answer that from eight o'clock in the morning to six at night, and um, and it and rings off the hook these days. Yeah, I'm sure. The third thing is we monitor the laws, and as laws change, we keep the toolkit updated and keep you notified. And then we have webinars, typically three to five a month, to keep you educated 
Um, and these are typically recorded. So you can go in and listen to them in the middle of the night, which is probably the only time you have to, to do that. You're probably listening to this podcast and it's 2 a.m., right? So they're recorded so you can listen to them um, on, at your convenience, but keeps you up to date on what's going on out there as an employer. Those are the four components. It's $99 a month. Um, it It's month to month after the first year. It's a excellent value for a very low cost. Low investment, Susie. Come on, let's be real here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, so you can go to dynamiccorp.com to get it. And Susie, give the phone number to it, please. 904-278-5383 is the phone number. All right, Susie, thanks so much for educating us. Appreciate it, as always. Thanks for having me. And thank you for joining us. Choose one thing you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.